what is going on guys your boy elroy here and welcome back to the your boy elroy mma podcast it is 1207 on christmas eve 1207 a.m on christmas eve and me i am uh i'm exhausted i woke up thursday at four o'clock in the morning went to work got out at 1 30 then proceeded <laughs> to christmas shop until about 9 30 at night when i finally got home took a shower and now i'm sitting here having a beer <sighs> nothing like a cold modelo to relax you but this week, I honestly just wanted to come on the feed and say Merry Christmas to all, um, if you celebrate, of course, and um, I'm so thankful to have the platform that I have. Um, with that being said, sometimes it's tough to be, you know, on every week, and this is just a week where I am exhausted. But nonetheless, uh, we're going to push the news once again till next week. And uh, let's talk about the UFC fight night. We'll get right into it. And because uh, that's that's the only thing fight wise that has happened. The last event of the year live from the UFC Apex. We had Derek Lewis versus my hometown boy, Chris Dawkins and uh, to say it was heartbreaking is an understatement. <sighs> Man, so I went out uh, the night of the fight. I forgot what I had to do. Oh, okay. So the the day after the fight at church, we had like a dinner. So I remember going out Saturday night and saying I got to find something to wear, and um. I went out around the time, not the co-main event, but the fight before that. I went out during Amanda Lemos versus Angela Hill. And uh, <laughs> by the time it got to the main event, I pulled up to a Target in Monroe, um, North Carolina. And I'm walking into the Target. And Chris Dawkins is walking out. And I'm like getting like so anxious and I'm like oh, I don't have a good feeling about this like there was some like and it's nothing about the time you know he he said all the right things I think he was he was very um ready for this fight but there was just I just had a bad feeling so much so that I got so anxious that I had to use the restroom so luckily enough by the time I sat down it was time to fight and uh you know i thought he looked relaxed in there he was he was trying to pace himself it, it was his first five round main event in the ufc and you know i thought he did good um i thought i thought the leg kicks was a smart move he threw a couple leg kicks and then you know it's hard to get close to the black beast and we see why the black beast lays out chris Dawkins. 
at 3.36 of the very first round. Puts him to sleep. Um, just devastating punches Derek Lewis throws. Now, I... I didn't look at this as like a huge loss for Chris Dawkins. Like when I saw it, I'm like, listen, he's number seven. He's jumping up to fight number three. And number three just happens to be one of the most devastating punchers in the UFC. The person with the most knockouts in the UFC. The, you know, before him actually having the record, the self-proclaimed knockout king and he did what he does best Derek Lewis he he knocks Chris Dawkins out now I of course was heartbroken but I look at it on the bright side I don't think Chris Dawkins loses anything after this fight as a matter of fact I believe I checked earlier uh, this week but if you go right now same exact spot in the rankings has Chris Dawkins. So he loses nothing. Um, and it was a really fun fight for what it was. It was a great idea in theory. And I think that Chris Dawkins just gets a big name once again after the holidays. And we won't think about the Derek Lewis fight too much, to be honest. If, he can con- if Chris Dawkins can continue to perform. So then we had in the co-main event the surging Bilal Muhammad defeating Stephen Wonderboy Thompson just dominated him for three rounds. You know Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is on the wrong side of thirty at this moment. He's you know coming off a loss to Gilbert Burns, goes in there against Bilal Muhammad and and gets just dominated and controlled for three rounds. Um. I wasn't so sure about Bilal Muhammad's initial call-outs. Uh, when he calls out Usman, he calls out Leon. I think he ended up smartening up later on, unfortunately for him, and he calls out Hamzat. I think that's the right call. I think that he should have called him out from the rip because that's the guy with the most buzz. And that's, in my opinion... If Bilal Muhammad was to fight Hamzat Shemaev, I think that's a main event on a fight night. I think it's worthy of it. Hamzat has enough hype. Bilal, obviously, top five contender at the moment. So I think that's the move. For Wonderboy, I'm not quite sure. Uh, but, you know, it's not like he looks bad. It's just, you know, I think wrestlers are starting to get how to stop. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. We had a tough split decision here against uh, with Angela Hill versus Amanda Lamosh. I had Hill winning. I thought she clearly won the second and the third. Uh, obviously, Lamosh won the first by knocking her down. I can't believe that somebody really said 30-27. There was no way in hell. Amanda Lamosh won the second and third. The second or the third round was pretty close, but the second round was so Angela Hill's way, and it's unfortunate for her. She's had a bunch of split decision losses. Um, we heard after you know she had went through a few, and she got a TKO victory. She was like, "That's what has to happen." And it was kind of like the same concept 
like Jorge Masvidal. Jorge said, listen, they can't, they can't stop me if I finish them. They can't rob me if I finish them. So he started finishing guys, you know, like he said. Angela Hill might not ever be that finisher, but there's one thing for sure. She's always really game, so I always enjoy watching her. Let me just say a blanket statement. This card was so much fun. I think it was 14 fights, 10 finishes. So so this this next like straight down just so much fun. Ricky Simone defeats Rafaela Sunsau by TKO in the second round. Matush Gamrot looked phenomenal submitting Diego Fajeda by strikes in the second round. Let's remember Diego Fajeda it was a ranked fighter and now let's see he drops three spots to number 15 and Matush Gamrot debuts in the top 15 on UFC.com at number 12. Cub Swanson gets a much-needed victory in the first round by TKO over Darren Elkins. He just completely blitzed Darren Elkins. And, you know, we know how tough Darren Elkins is, but he got rocked pretty good by Cub Swanson here, and, and Cub went for the kill. Gerald Mearshart continues his streak of submissions when he submits Dustin Stoltzfus in the third round by rear naked choke. You know, the bad thing about Jared Marichard is he has so many fights, not the best record, you know, 34 and 14. It just doesn't look that great. But so many submission victories, but no one is ever going to forget what Hamzat did to him. It's such a shame. Justin Taffa, the first heavyweight to ever miss weight, Defeats Harry Hunsucker by TKO in the first round via head kick. Melissa Gatto defeats Sajar Eubanks when she body kicked her in the third round. Charles Jordan gets the unanimous decision victory over Andre Yule. Raquel Pennington submits Macy Chasson in the second round by guillotine. Dantel Mays defeats Josh Parisian by TKO. In the third round, and starting off the night, Jordan Levitt submits Matt Sales by inverted triangle in the second round. This card was phenomenal. Of course, I'm heartbroken over Chris Dawkins losing, but the good thing is that no one's forgetting about him. Everybody still knows he's a contender. He just faced one of the best heavyweights in UFC history, so you can't fault him for that. I know he'll be back. I'm excited to see what Derek Lewis does next. I hope that he just plays spoiler to a bunch of these guys. Like, oh, you think you're going to contend? Meet this fist. (laughs) But uh, I'm interested in what those two guys in the main event do, as well as Bilal Muhammad. uh, Those are the main stories coming out of this fight night. But as far as fights, we won't be back. In the UFC, at least, till January 15th. Today, as we speak, it is December 24th. We won't be back till January 
15th. Four fights. But fear not. YBE MMA continues to roll on. Let's pull up the schedule for the rest of the year. So we just finished. This is week 50. I believe. Yes. We just finished reviewing Lewis versus Dawkins. Next week is going to be a news show where we only talk news. And then the final week of the year, <clears throat> excuse me, we will have an award show. The first week of 2022, we'll have a preview show for the year. And then we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming. So with that being said, I want to thank everybody. I hope that this uh, quick, you know, 13 or 14 minutes helps you out on your commute on Christmas Eve or whatever you're doing. If you're going from your, you know, your house to your parents' house, I hope that you were able to listen to this in a nice and timely fashion. And I thank you so much, man. I'm so grateful. This year has been phenomenal. Um, we've seen exponential growth numbers that I've never thought I'd see. I saw this year and it's been insane, but I don't do it for the numbers. I do it because I love talking about MMA and this next two weeks is going to be tough, but we get to look back at the year that was this phenomenal year. And, uh, thank you so much. This has been this week's YBE MMA. I am Josh Prepigina. You can find me on all forms of social media, Elroy Prepson, one word. You can find the show on Instagram at YBE MMA Podcast as well as Teespring. Teespring.com slash stores slash YBE MMA Podcast. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. Love your mothers. I love you, Mom. Enjoy the holiday this weekend. <laughs> and we'll see you next week week.